This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Rule Reaction series where you join me joining some guests. Uh, we don't usually do this straight after a show or rather after a game, uh, but it is actually show after a show because we, me, Andy and Owen enjoyed watching the game together with a smattering of, of people that have joined us. Well, if, you've, if you're looking on the channel for the watch along that we did, you won't find it <laughs> because it's not there because... I don't know what it was, but the first half an hour of hosting a watch along by myself was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done in my life. I would never want to go back and watch that again. It was awful. <laughs> so you know me. I don't like keeping content on the channel if I don't like it. So uh, it's not on there anymore. But uh, what is going to be on here is our usual reaction show. Um, and I'm joined, as I say, by Andy and Owen. Andy, thank you for joining me again, mate. Much appreciated. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, this is your movie review, right? That's why we're here, Patriot Games. <laughs> Did you put that on specifically? For, I don't know if you put it on the last one. Or... <laughs> it's a 1992 action thriller starring Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, chat box, let us know if you know what on earth he's going on about. Owen, thank you so much for joining us as well, mate. Pleasure. And and something, look, I don't give Andy a, a, a lot of credit for most things, but he's very, very rapid at changing his name on the stream yard for some reason. It's it's a skill. He's so look, there it we is. go. So reactionary. Was it, was it you that took gradually taking more percentage of TGT? Yes, it, yes, it was. <laughs> that was yeah. an interesting stream. But it was Danny who was adjusting to that, wasn't he? It it was, it was Danny, yeah. yes. He was adjusting yeah. to gradually losing more and more. <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, of course, we are joining you straight after Arsenal have won 6-0, believe it or not. We we can't work out how to score. It's, they're like London buses, Arsenal goals. You wait forever and then six come along at once. Andy, what's your initial raw reaction to the 6-0 win? Um, Matt G in the comments says, Patriot Games is a really good film. Um, my, initial raw reaction, <laughs> my initial raw reaction was it's a great opportunity to gain some confidence and momentum going into what has already been a dire season. I think that it would have been better had we had Norwich next, but at least it gives some players confidence, especially Aubameyang and Pepe, who look tremendous up front. 
Oh, well, that was very succinct. That was that was nice. Owen, can you beat that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll just echo um, what Annie said. It, look, I think we're... It was, it was exactly like, the same thing. No, no, not exactly. <laughs> that would be a skill in itself, too. I'm but... literally echoing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I think it was relatively cagey in the, in the early moments. You could see the pressure on, on them. I think that was apparent from the team selection from Mikel Arteta. He went quite strong. I think he knew that there was substantial pressure on him in this game. Um, and once the first goal and, and more so the second goal went in, I think you could see that pressure valve being released and, and, and a bit of weight taken off the, guy, the, the players because um, there was a lot more fluidity in our movement and the way we were progressing the ball. And, and that led to some, some beautiful goals that we're, we've not really been used to. So one thing I'm really, really relieved about come the end of that match is that our, um, our uh, goal of the month isn't going to come from a training clip. Yes, it's not. We've got six goals. They'll all come from the exact same game, but we've got a selection now, which is nice. Um, obviously, there are some interesting performances. Aubameyang got a hat-trick that can't really go unnoticed. Andy, of course, he's been in a little bit of a tricky patch of form, arguably ahead of a really difficult game against Man City. It couldn't have been a more perfect time to to get him to score a hat-trick, when a lot of people, I think, me included, would have seen, rather seen Balogun start before the game kicked off. So do you think it was a, a good decision based upon what we've now seen to start the Gabonese forward? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for him, he hasn't really seen many minutes. And then he, you know, had COVID. Uh, so I think it's great for him to get, what, he got 65, uh, 70 minutes. I think it's good for him to get his feet under him. But again, more importantly, he put three goals in the back of the net. So confidence is going to be high. So while this would have been great for Balogun to have played, um, we have nothing else to play for this season except for Cups. So I'm all for it. I think it's great. 100% in the chat box, yours says, uh, what are your thoughts on Tavares' performance, Owen? What did you make of the Portuguese last night? Do you want to know something? Um, I was quite suspect of this signing when it, when it was being originally touted. I sort of looked at his profile and, and like always, I always rely on TGT for my expert analysis and insight into statistics. Um, <laughs> and, and I think it was slightly worrisome when when we're seeing um some of those stats but man he, he for me i'm genuinely quite excited about having him here he seems to me like someone who approaches the game with the right mindset he seems very physical not afraid of a challenge when he does get sort of knocked down he isn't too he, he's not slow at getting back up and mm -hmm. and above all he, he's really willing to progress the ball you know he's like he's one of those players that that sort of have a natural act of play as if they're still like a, a, a nine-year-old in the playground at school, you know, with not much of a car and no fear yeah. of going for stuff. So um, for me, it's been a very, very good start for him so far. As I say, still quite raw and needs refined, but the, the early signs are quite good. PTN, thanks for the donation, mate. Uh, and uh, your following up comment was Pepe, Kalasanach, El Nini were awful. I think it's harsh on Pepe, Ooh. to be honest. I didn't think Pepe was awful. I think El Nini and Kalasanach certainly struggled. Ramsdale, Saka were phenomenal. Tavares was solid. Erdogan had moments of brilliance, and hopefully Abamyang back now needed this boost. What do you make of that criticism of Pepe, Andy? Yeah, I think that's tough. You know, Pepe for me. Yeah, there were twi twice, I think he put it off the bar, but he was in the, the right positions, right? And mm. I think for him, that's part of the confidence building, making sure that you're in those positions for creating, assisting, putting shots on target. Al Nini's a tough, another tough one for me because, you know, we don't expect much from him. I think this is the type of match we want Al Nini in, give someone else a rest and jump in for these type of matches. 
But, you know, you made a comment, Tom, that's the first time he's ever made a forward pass in his career. Like, yeah. there were a couple of moments where he drove the, the, the ball forward. Um, but for me, the biggest takeaway from this match was how good Ramsdale looked. So much criticism for the poor kid online. And there were moments of brilliance where he 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 made some big saves. So, um, yeah, I think all around. But for Kalasinic, he's playing out of position, right? When is he ever going to play center back for us? We're just low on that position right now. Um but how, you know, Chambers look decent as well. And that right-back position for us is going to be crucial of how we decide the rest. I really genuinely think it's, it's a big deciding factor for our mm-hmm. season. I don't think Chambers is the man for the job. I think he can do a job. And I think, if anything, he's better as kind of a right centre-back in the back three. I think that's kind of a perfect kind of position for him. But he just doesn't have that. You know, the getting up the other end of the pitch, he doesn't have the athleticism, he doesn't have the drive. He's a very defensively minded fullback. And whilst he can put a couple of decent deliveries, he's never really in the right position at the right time to put those deliveries in the box. Um, I disagree with people in the chat saying he was awful. I, I really do disagree with that. I thought Chambers was very decent today. I just don't think he was outstanding by any means. I think that it's a position that if we don't invest in before the end of the window, we will regret not doing that. And that is a, a key, key thing for us. Uh, there was a couple of other performances, of course, that we got to talk about. Bakaya Saka popped up with a goal, a lovely couple of interchanges of play, nice little touches of brilliance, Owen. There was a slight injury scare, which he seemed to get over as well. Um, but he was obviously great. And I think, again, it's interesting because I'll, I'll, I'll talk about him in kind of the as an example of how many strong players were used. Do you think that him being in the lineup along with everyone else was the right choice for Arteta to go with to boost confidence ahead of the weekend? I do, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I would have liked to have seen slightly more rotation and a couple more youngsters get a chance in this game. The likes of Mikel Aziz mm. are really what I'd like to see. I think Martinelli maybe could have done with this game as well. But um, I think with the summer that Bakayo Saka had and, and the sort of unfortunate games that he's been introduced to, the, the Brantford game and the Chelsea game, um, I think he really needed this type of performance and this type of atmosphere to go out and thrive in. Um, you know, to recover mentally from something like what he experienced during the summer isn't just going to be done over one game, but this game certainly will help him. I think something that I, I mentioned to you boys in the um in the watch along that wasn't a watch along. Um <laughs> watch along that, that never was. And <laughs> <yeah. laughs> um, that uh for me, whilst I absolutely adore and worship the ground that Bakayo Saka and Emil Smith throw a walk on, um, their statistical output maybe isn't that of someone who would carry a team and, and more like someone, yeah. for example, like a John McGinn, say, or someone like that. But I think with if Bakayo Saka can mirror the sort of performances that, and, and, and movements that he was pulling off tonight, um, his numbers could be quite decent come the end of the season. I think else is quite decent. Man, the amount of love that Patriot Games is getting in the uh, oh, section. Just say, do not <laughs> encourage him, people. I don't. I don't see any. I, I'm genuine. I don't scroll see up. Any of it. Scroll up. There's a couple. How far am I scrolling up? Am I scrolling uh, yeah, right to far. the start? Oh, here we go. David Logwood. Patriot Games is a great film. And a couple more above that. A better book. There's uh, a couple more. I can't see them. You're gonna have to go all the way to the beginning when I have the username. Just let's go back to Saka. <laughs> 
just hijacking my serious podcast with your film reviews. Anyway, uh, I must have tuned in right at the start of this, uh, the, the show, clearly. Let's get a couple of comments from you guys in the chat box. Uh, Tulip says, the most needed players scored, i.e. Aubameyang, Pepe, Odegaard, showed his class in moments. Tavares will only grow from here. Ramsdale had a good debut. Now least is wanting a performance against City. Ronit says, could have scored 10 today. Didn't take our chances completely, to be honest, regardless of the scoreline. Omar says, I am worried about when I will have power next because it made me miss the whole second half. Oh, sorry, Omar. Awful time to get a power cut when we hit a 6-0 winner. Uh, Doom Dealer says, Ramsdale's speedy distribution of the ball was very refreshing. Andy, did I not point out during the show? We did. <laughs> But they're watching. I was like, I'm gonna make an. I'm gonna write an entire article on Ramsdale's one pass out into the middle of. The, I'm gonna, genuinely. That's what I'm gonna do tomorrow. And I'm gonna pitch it in the morning meeting. And if I don't get commissioned this piece, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> so that's the only way it's gonna happen. Uh, Epidemic UK says Chambers wasn't good attacking wise and was late to support Pepe even when Pepe was frustrated with him. And that's always gonna be the criticism of Pepe, not Pepe. Sorry, of Chambers that he isn't up in the final third of, of the attacking third of the pitch quickly enough and that's why we need someone else there i thought maitland niles came on on for el nenny i think it was and looked mm -hmm. really good when he came on and i think it's good that he's staying because he gives us an extra bit of quality and in depth maybe when we need it when the african cup of nations comes around in january um interestingly we wouldn't be doing it justice without talking about how this game affects saturday and and, and the prospect of facing manchester city andy are you it would be naive to say that you're still not worried about City, of course, but having this kind of performance and seeing the likes of Aubameyang turn up with three goals, Lacazette score, Pepe score, Saka score, all of our key players getting on the score sheet and goals coming from more than just the striker, mm -hmm. that, that is a, a, a bit of a push. And, and, yeah, it's a know, huge, huge push. <laughs> yeah. Huge. And I hope we go to a back three against City. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that, Again, this is all about confidence, right? Odegaard's finally got his feet under him. I asked you guys on the other pod, is there a weight lifted? Now he's the number eight with an actual contract with us. Um, you know, he's going to drive us forward. So by no means do I think a result's going to come against City, but this should at least help with confidence post-City as well, being like, hey, we can do this. There's something here. We just need to, you know, we can't hesitate. No, not at all. Um, interestingly, Owen, how many of today's starting lineup would you pick again on Saturday? A couple of positions are tricky. Obviously, um, in a way, you could argue that it was maybe slightly risky to leave Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang out on the pitch as long as he was left. Obviously, you never mm. want to strip a player of the opportunity to grab themselves a hat-trick, especially whilst they're low on confidence. But um, I still would expect him to play. Um, Granite Xhaka is made of absolute stone, no pun intended, um, and, and he'll obviously feature as well. I'd expect Rob Holding to be in there. The one that I would argue a case for, I think uh, apart from all the usual suspects that the majority of people would name is, is does Aaron Ramsdale start? You know, Leno has been mm. in questionable form of late and he seems like, I think, somebody with one foot out the door. You know, it's fine saying that you're going to be here for another season, but when you're when your when your long term vision is to be somewhere else and and you're not fully focused on the task at hand, then maybe it's better to give someone who's young, hungry, and coming off the back of quite a good performance, uh, and chuck them into something like that. There, you know, so that that's maybe one that I would consider maybe being a, a wild card switch. It is an interesting one. And Andy, I th was it is it Andy or Owen? Both one of you asked me when I felt like 
uh, Ramsdale would I take did. the shirt. Yeah, you asked me when Ramsdale would take the shirt from Leno. And I said, I, I think it would take time. I feel like Arteta will stay true to Leno. I mean, Leno made some very decent saves against Chelsea. You remember the one against Lukaku um, in that game? And I don't think either of the two goals you can lay at the feet of, 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 of Leno in the Chelsea game. So, I mean, the goal against Brentford's, People say near post, he shouldn't be letting that in. But I thought it was an amazing strike from Sergi Canyos, to be honest. It was, a, it was a great effort from him. And then the other the other goal, I can't even remember what the other goal was. Who scored the second goal for, for Brentford? Do you remember? I've tried to put that as far out of my mind as, as feasibly possible. No, but, <laughs> was, it, was it that um, Danish guy? Oh, yes, yeah. it was the throw, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, yeah. Leno was arguably fouled in, in that moment. Yeah. I don't know who it was that fouled him, but he was arguably Norgard fouled. Or something. Yeah, Norgard scored, uh, scored the goal. So he hasn't been at fault. I don't think you can drop Leno without him having a bad performance for Ramsdale for a good display. Like, Ramsdale's going to play these cup games. Obviously, the third round, I think, isn't, is, is only in a few weeks, a couple of weeks, two, three weeks' time anyway. So it, it will be quick before he comes around and plays again. And we know from Leno that he does get injured. That's how Martinez got his chance. So there's always the opportunity for him to come in and play. Uh, yours is question. Uh, we talk of the space behind for a Bamiang, but watching Arsenal's games, I see opportunities to play those passes in there. Not as often, but the opportunities are there. And I think this kind of bleeds in, Andy, to talking about Erdogan and, and his kind of impact on the team. And Erdogan being in there today was a great kind of, you know, getting him in the team. Do you think that we will see him Saturday or do you think it will be a straight swap for Smith Rowe or will we see them play together how do you predict it going down i think we see them play together i could see odegaard in the middle with smith rowe on the left we saw that a couple times last season mm-hmm. Aubameyang down the middle pepe on the right and if and if we can get that moving and get that working that's a that's a really great foursome the question that i have tom is behind that and getting that transition from defense where we spend a lot of our time going forward and creating those chances before we turn over possession again. But I think Odegaard walks into this squad. It's apparent that that was the number one transfer target this offseason. And um, you're, you're not going to put him on the bench for a match like City unless he has an injury. Uh, but he looks like he's ready to play. And today, oof, there, I know it's just West Brom, but there were just some moments where he turned players and it just looked – it reminded me of the moment in Patriot Games where I thought this movie is a classic. <sighs> What's funny is that you used the words during your analysis there, which you didn't intend to sound like a bit of an innuendo, but it did. And I laughed because I read Danny's comment in the chat box saying, I've just eaten an apple. I don't see the big deal. Prefer a pork chop. But it was I read it at the same time you said the word that could be thought of something else. And Sam saw me laugh at that and thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> But I assure you, I was laughing at Danny's comment in the chat. I wasn't laughing at what uh, Andy did. I don't think Dan- Andy even realizes the word that he said, do you? <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> no, you don't. I didn't think you would have to listen back. <laughs> Wayne Diego says Pepe's movement was ignored in the first half, but that changed after half time. Clearly, some instructions to pay more attention to the open spaces in front of him. Now, we would be naive to think that what we saw today is any reflection about how we could or might uh, use the, the players that we did against Manchester City. Uh, Owen, what do you think, what can we take from this display? What can we? look at from the performances and use ahead of City's game? I think one thing, I still think we did this to a certain a certain extent, but with 
Martin Odegaard in there now, I think to, to less so than, than weeks past and months past, is an over-reliance on the wings. I think that when you make yourself one-dimensional, you make yourself predictable and therefore easy to defend against. And, and I think that when you go away to a team like Man City, as much as it is absolutely vital to be defensively rigid and, and resilient, that's not sustainable for an entire 90 minutes and you have to offer something going forward to make it some form of a match and I think that Mm. I think what we've seen this evening whether it was instructional finally an instructional breakthrough or whether it was pressure being taken off the players or simply the introduction of Martin Odegaard there was a fluidity moving through the centre of the pitch at times not as much as I would like but at times that was there and it's simply because very much like you mentioned about Callum Chambers having physical uh, limits and and you know a lack of physical attributes. Martin Odegaard possesses something that a lot of people don't have and that you can't teach, and 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 that's just vision. You know, Mesut Ozil had it at one point. Kevin De Bruyne had it. Paul Scholes had it, and it's just something that people naturally have. And I think, like Andy said, uh, Thomas Tuchel made a point about Romelu Lukaku when we played them at the weekend, and he said, "I, I bought the player to play. He's going to play." And I think that should be the case with Odegaard. Is that you know he's obviously such a vital cog in this in this machine mm. at the minute, and we need to just throw him in and and take advantage of uh, the fantastic cultured player that we obviously have. To finish the show, uh, we're, there's a bit of a talking point that is going a little bit viral on Twitter, and it's this. Um, which I found is a very funny tweet online. Do you see what they're doing? It's very simple, says Arteta. Marie says, you try and do that with Lukaku sitting on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> very, very oh, good. Uh, credit. I, think, I actually oh, think dude. what has happened God there, um, I, I, I'm actually quite good at lip reading. Um, and what I got from it was that Mikel Arteta had simply said to Pablo, Pablo, I borrowed some of your hair gel at half time. I'm sorry, mate. And Pablo's, you what? (laughs) (laughs) But this was something that cropped up during the game and and people picked up on it. And I just saw it as two guys discussing tactics and it's about football and and stuff. And obviously it's always going to be overanalyzed. And I think I saw a comment in the chat box even saying, let's overanalyze it. Um, but either of you two have anything that you'd like to say? Uh, there are tulips said, let's overanalyze. What do you think of Arteta's discussion with Marie and Arteta putting hand on face when discussing uh, with Albert Lokonga? What, what did you make of this, if anything? I think. Go, go well, ahead, Annie. Go on. I mean, listen, like, I don't mean this to sound like culturally naive, but they're probably having a conversation in Spanish and they're a little bit more animated as, as you know, and so it could have just been some simply something they saw tactically that they either agree or disagree with. So I think mm-hmm. overanalyzing it is just too much. Like when did Arsenal become this club where everything has to be a drama, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I don't know. I think it's over. I, I, I wouldn't read anything into it. <clears throat> No, no, neither would I. I. I don't think it's anything to read into. Owen, any final thoughts? No, nah, it's just that people need to be less soft, I suppose, is that uh, the, the, f- f- this happens in football. It's 2021, Owen. <laughs> slash, slash 2022, Tom. Um, yes. But confrontation is good at times. You know, I played football at all levels uh, growing up and, and we were at each other's, each other's throats at times, but it's the important thing that it's left on the pitch at the at the end of the game and that that you're able to move on forward some good things come out from stuff like that so it's nothing to be worried about i, I wouldn't say 
Agreed. Sam, thanks for the donation. You don't have to apologize uh, for your own immaturity uh, to uh, laughing at that comment. I know what he was talking about. Um, but that's what we're going to finish things off. Sorry, it's only a short one tonight, but we did do, uh, believe it or not, you can believe it. You may not because it doesn't exist. Um, but we did do a watch along for the entire game. Um, but I'm just too embarrassed to have that on the channel, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> So we thought we'd do a separate show straight afterwards as well. For those that did join us for the watch along, you got a treat uh, into the, the lives of our casual conversations that go on when we're not talking about football. Because it was be probably about 10% was the game. 90% was talking about Andy's favourite war films was basically what it was. <laughs> Which no one, no one needs to listen to. The late, the the lave draws on too. So Yeah, I just see United got West Ham. Hey, who have we got? Um, have we got? We haven't got we haven't gotten anyone yet. And can we get just oh, okay. shout out to Ben Foster who joined us on the uh... Chelsea? Chelsea is drawn out at home. Okay. Uh yeah. You keep us up to date, Iron. We'll stay on until Ooh. the end of the draw. No worries at all. They Chelsea got Aston Villa. Chelsea Aston Villa. Yeah. That's a good tie. That gets one of those two out. Hey, hey, Owen, can you pause your um, draw so we're all synced up? <laughs> Man United, West Ham, and Aston Villa, Chelsea is two good draws for us if we want to go far in the, this competition. W Wigan have been drawn out by Mr. Kev, Kevin Campbell. And yes, they Kev. They got Against Sunderland. Sunderland. Interesting stuff. I'm sorry Ooh. that you're listening to us. This is basically what the watch along was when we were talking about the football. Um, Pepe passed it. <laughs> He's, who scored? I missed that. Norwich, uh, Liverpool. Norwich. I just love when Tom looked up and went, what just happened? Yeah, because I wasn't paying attention at all to the game. Uh, oh, yeah. And when I called Dundalk Dunkirk, that was that was another highlight of the game. Of our watch along, thank you, Doom Dealer, for that. Appreciated. Oh, Arsenal me. have been drawn. Arsenal at home at two. We can go after this. Yeah. Breaking news against Arsenal number one. At home two. AFC Wimbledon. Oh, what nice. a draw! Mikel Aziz can play. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love that. Oh, that's good. Oh, I'm happy with that. Arsenal will face AFC Wimbledon. In the third round of, we the... wouldn't have been happy about that in the uh, Vinnie Jones days. We would have kicked around the place. Yeah, oh, everyone would have got, got absolutely battered, wouldn't they? <laughs> absolutely squad. battered. Um, anyway, that is uh, going to wrap up today's show. You now know who we will face in the third round after Arsenal have battered uh, West Brom's youth side six nil. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in, Andy. Really appreciate your time, mate. Thank you for having us. No problem at all. Oh, and always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, man. The, the watch along that never was will live long in my memory. It will indeed. It oh, will and indeed. I'll see you in a few months on our pod. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good <laughs> seeing we'll see you. We'll on uh, here before then, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. Drop a like, subscribe if you're new, and join up as a member and help us support ourselves by uh, voting for us in the uh, Football Content Awards. And you can vote for Gunas versus Cancer as well in Best Charitable uh, organization is that it? Uh, campaign. campaign, that's the yeah. word. Best charitable campaign. Vote for Gunas versus Cancer and vote for the Guna Talk in uh, best club content. Career. I almost forgot what I was up for there. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you again very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. Where's the stupid button gone? Hold on. There it is. It's the ninety-plus minute. 
all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.